You are listening to The Bible Breakthrough with Pastor David Engman and Scott Brecky. In this study, we will break down the Bible from B.C. to A.D. chronologically while offering historical context and real-life application for today. This series is brought to you by the Breakthrough Media Network. Hi, my name is Pastor Dave Engman, and this is Scott Brecky. And Hi, everybody. We want to welcome you to the Bible Breakthrough, and we want to thank you for joining us. Remember, ultimately, our goal is to lead you into a deeper, more intimate relationship with Jesus. And again, please look for the bonus video to this episode as we discuss further topics that come up because of the scripture we will cover today. Also, the show notes will be linked in the description. In the last episode, we read Genesis 1, 1 through 23, about the account of creation over the first five days. The scripture that we're going to cover today is Genesis 1, 24 through chapter 2, verse 4. And this will wrap up the last two days of creation week, day 6 and, of course, day 7. Now, there are three questions that I'd like you to consider asking yourself as you listen. Uh, You're going to do this naturally, but uh, just think about this. Number one, when we read, what, when we're reading the scripture, what is it saying? Number two, what does it mean? And then finally, how can we apply what we're learning or hearing to our life? So before we open up and read the Bible, let's pray. Lord, I just pray that you would just do a work here today, Lord, and I just pray um, for our audience, Lord, that they would be able to receive something from your Holy Spirit and uh, apply something, something that uh, you bring to their mind that would stand out, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We pray that uh, the Lord does just that. All right, so let's open up the Bible and let's read the passage, Genesis 1, starting at verse 24. Scott, would you... Would you read that? Mm-hmm. Then God said, Let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and wild animals. And this is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock and small animals, each able to produce offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image, to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in His own image. In the image of God He created them. Male and female He created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, Look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky and the small animals that scurry along the ground, everything that has life. And that is what happened. Then God looked over all he had made, 
and he saw that it was very good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the sixth day. So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy, because it was a day when he rested from all his work of creation. This is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. All right. <clears throat> well, let's start with the um, obvious question, you know, as we read through this. Um, what, what jumped off the page at you, Scott? Well, I, I mean, it has to go, like, up until this point, all these days of creation, uh, you know, we get past the, the, um, the moon, the stars, the, uh, the sun, and then the, the animals and everything in that, and then the wild animals, and now we get to human beings, which, being a human being, it just, it makes me excited because here we see that God is creating us in his image mm. so um it, that has to jump out has to be the first thing that jumps out to me is god's creating us in his image human beings like god male and female who created him in, in verse 27 it says so that's the thing that jumps off the page for me it said uh, in verse 26 it said then god said let us make human beings in our image mm -hmm. to be like us who, who, who is he talking about there, do you think? The us part? Yeah. Right. So obviously us has to be more than one. So as, you know, Christians, um, if we go on to read, uh, we believe that there's a, a thing called the Trinity, which according to Scripture, meaning that there is um, God, meaning the Father, uh, the Son, Jesus, and then the Holy Spirit. So three in one, the Trinity. So I think it's referring to when he says, let us make human beings in our image, I'm referring it to, to that. So, Do, Does the Bible speak anywhere uh, about the Trinity? Does it use that language? Uh, <laughs> not, the, not the actual, I don't know if it actually uses the word Trinity, but we, as we continue to read through the scripture, we'll, we're going to see um, obviously in this beginning part we see God creating and then when we get to the New Testament as well we're going to see um, it talking about Jesus, human being and then after Jesus leaves he's going to mention the Holy Spirit, the Helper so three different things so no it doesn't technically say the Trinity but as you read through the Bible like we always are telling our audience to do read through the Bible you're going to pick, pick that up so Right. But and, no, I don't know. Where's the does? Do you know like where we get that word or where that came in at? The actual word Trinity. Well, that's it's a it's it's our word to describe yeah. one God in three forms. Okay. But the Bible doesn't. Um, God doesn't call use the word Trinity. He doesn't call himself no Trinity. The Father of the Trinity, for example. Yeah. Uh, the Trinity is one God. So mm -hmm. we worship one God. And he exists in three forms. Yeah. God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, as we were reading through the first five days, 
Uh, nowhere did God say, let us make, let us make anything in our image until he gets to humans. And he said there that he wants to make us yeah. human beings in his image. So God created human beings in his own image. So, image. so go back to the Trinity, because I think I've heard you describe it really well before to me in the past where... Um, you kind of say like, hey, I'm Dave, right? But I'm also a father, right? And then you go on to list those other well, things. Well, yeah, I mean... And that you know, helped just, me understand. So. Yeah, I mean, just from the perspective of understanding, I, you know, uh, I, my name is David Engman. I am a son to my parents. Mm -hmm. I am a husband to my wife. And I am a father yeah. to, my to my children. So, you know, um, in essence, I'm... In that scenario, I'm one person, mm. but I clearly represent three different um, yep. people to different people, yep. right? Yeah, and, and I like to, so um, someone within our ministry once described it to me like this, and I just think it's kind of funny, but um, he said, it's kind of like a Milky Way bar, right? It's In general, it's a Milky Way, so you have the chocolate, <laughs> you got the nougat, and then you got the caramel. So all three aspects are in the Milky Way bar. So I don't know. It just was a funny thing I thought um, a guy had brought up that, sure. you know, made me understand it even a little more simpler than, than that. So, And then again, in, in verse 27, he said, So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Yeah. Male and female, he created them. Hmm. So... In that, do you see any distinct difference between male and female? Did God, in this scenario, do we see God creating man, for example, uh, and putting man at a higher place no. than women? Mm -mm. No? No, I would have said it. I mean, it says both male and female, he created them. I mean, he didn't say, all right, I'm going to create man into my image, and then I'll make female in a different way and says right there he's going to make them human beings male and female sure. in his image in verse uh, 27 uh, the footnotes here of my bible anyway say that god made both man and women or man and woman in his image neither one is made more in the image of god than the other mm -hmm. from the beginning the bible places both man and woman at the pinnacle of God's creation, neither gender is exalted over the other, nor depreciated. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, but you know, there's a lot of people that don't agree with that. And they think that, you mean, uh, they think that men would be higher up than, or, you know, um, maybe in the leader over their wife or over women in general? or. Yeah, you know, the, the, you know, as we read through the Bible, we'll come to various places, and I, obviously at that time we'll be pointing some of those out, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, I just think it's important that we recognize that men and women um, hold the same level of value to God. And if that's the case, then I believe that we should hold women as yeah. men yeah. Uh, in that same regard. Mm -hmm that the uh, women are uh, as valuable to God. They have uh, the ability to hear from God. They have value in the kingdom. Uh, yeah. It's not diminished. It shouldn't be a lesser 
role. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is debatable. And, and you know, when we get to those verses, we'll we'll discuss those verses. But yeah, hey, um, I have a question. So, when you hear the word image, what do you what comes to your mind? He created them, uh, human beings, in his own image. What do you think of? Well, when when I think of the word image, I think of a picture. Um, you know, it's an image of of something that was taken. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily believe that we're totally made in the image of God from the perspective of how we we look in human form because we know God is spirit. Yeah. He created us to look the way we do. Now obviously the bo- the body is important. Mm-hmm. It's important enough so that when we get into heaven as we learn later on we'll be given a heavenly body a new body. It'll be perfect in every way. Um, but I think the image has a lot to do with um, uh, in the qualities that we've been given. God took tremendous risk when he created man and released a portion of his deity, if you will, into man. He didn't do that in any other form of creation. Um, For example, uh, the image of God can be found in one or more of the uniquely made human capacities for reason, so that would be that's our ability to think, our ability to, to create, our creativity, for example, our ability to talk, um, to communicate, and, and, and self-determination. Yep. I'm just looking at some of these footnotes as I was uh, uh, reading them. More, more likely, the image of God is something that describes our entire being as humans, not just an aspect. Um, God made humans to be in a special relationship with Him and to reign over creation as His ambassadors and administrators on earth. And, um, and really, we ought to reflect His character, really, in, in, in those ways, in, in our love and our patience and our kindness. Yeah. These are the attributes of God. Yep. We have the ability to share those. He's given those attributes to us, and we have the ability to utilize them. And, and, uh, and I think that's a big part of it, quite yeah. frankly, as it pertains to being made in the image, which would also speak to the idea that um, if God made man in his own image, then we have a responsibility to respect and to honor um, and to give dignity to all human life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we have to respect and honor um, um, even the unborn mm-hmm. child who can't protect themselves, right? Now, that's a, a touchy subject for some people, you know, the idea that, you know, there's freedom of choice, and certainly there is freedom of choice, and our law of the land has given us the ability to exercise that freedom, but that doesn't necessarily make it morally right. Mm-hmm. And children uh, in the womb have no protection other than their mother, and when their mother freely um, chooses then to... Uh, abort them, um, for whatever that reason may be, mm-hmm. um, they're choosing to end a life. So I just think that's an important aspect of this. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily on topic, but well, we, it got so, us there. So I just want to uh, bring up a scripture that I felt like when I, I just thought about the, um, the word image, and then you had said that, well, God is a spirit, right? So this is what came to mind when I was thinking about image and then God as a spirit. So this is just later on in, in the New Testament. And it's from uh, 1 
uh, Colossians 15. It says, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before everything was created and is supreme over all creation. Hmm. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we cannot see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He created before, he existed before everything else and he holds all creation together. Mm. Mm. That's good. So I love that, that yes, I, I, I agree with you with saying that God is spirit, but also we have a visible image of the invisible God through his son, Jesus Christ, right? We do. I yeah. mean, maybe maybe we do. I mean, uh, do you know what he looked like? <laughs> I wasn't there when uh, he walked on the earth. I'm not, we know he was a human. I'm not that old. We knew he was <laughs> yeah. a human. Right? Yes, he, yes. he chose to come in uh, human form yeah. as a representative. Mm-hmm. Last thing I want to touch on before we wrap this up here is just the idea that God created uh, everything in six days and then rested on the seventh day. He blessed yeah. that seventh day. And he declared it holy. Mm-hmm. And so he rested from all of his work of creation. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know about you, but I don't think God needed a break. Um, no. I, think, uh, I think God gave us the uh, seven-day story of creation here mm-hmm. um, as an example for us to follow and understand. He wanted us to know his story from beginning to end, and he's given it to us from Genesis through Revelation. Yeah. So uh, it's one of those application principles that uh, even later on Moses you know, is, is instructed to write in the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. and we need to honor that Sabbath day. Uh, more to come as we uh, dive into a bonus episode after this, and we'll dive into that a little bit more. Um, at this stage, what uh, we like to do is uh, just talk for a minute about application. Um, we should always be sensitive uh, yeah. to you know, the Holy Spirit regarding application. And uh, when I read through the last two days of creation, um, the seventh day Sabbath is the one day, uh, or is the one uh, element of scripture that I believe points to application. Uh, other than that, Scott, did you see anything else in this reading that might point to application? Well, for me, I think what stands out is, again, he's, he, God's creating human beings in his own image. So sometimes I'll just struggle with, you know, identity or, or self-image. So, but I, I think that um, I just have to remind myself of what God's Word says. Like thinking that, man, God created us in his image. I got to remind myself that, you know what, no, I'm a, I'm a child of God. Like this is this is what God's word says that he he actually created me to be like him. So I shouldn't think. Sometimes I'll, I'll just have maybe some negative thoughts or things that come to mind. Like no, like that's not. But that's not what God's word says. So um, something that I think that we just need to remember is that man, God created us in His image, and it's good. That means that we should see ourselves as you know. If God created it, we're a good thing, not a bad thing. So um, that's one thing that stood out to me for application. All right, so application is about obedience. And um, 
being obedient is a key that unlocks the door to transformation. Yeah. So from that perspective, um, from that perspective, God gave us a seventh day rest. Mm -hmm. If you're not doing that, that might be something I would recommend uh, yeah. to our listening audience as well. Mm -hmm. uh, that we can that we pray we bring it before the Lord and just trust that God will honor us um, we have seven days in a week and six of them we can fill up with a lot of business and work and we can yeah but um, you know over a lifetime that adds up and, and God has given us the example to rest so yeah. uh, by the way you know what good is knowledge right I mean if you've gained knowledge here and you don't apply it um, what's the point right yeah so how about you? Uh, what can you apply to your life from what we read today? Yeah. And look, if, you, if you're struggling with any of this stuff, uh, I just want you to know you're not alone. People struggle and that's okay. A lot of people struggle with this. But uh, just hang in there and keep coming back. Yep, and just a reminder again, check out the bonus <laughs> video where we will dive deeper into the, some of the main topics from this episode that we talked about for today. Thank you for being a part of this, Scott. Mm -hmm. And thank you all for joining us and listening. We look forward to our next meeting together in episode three as we continue our study of the first era beginnings. And just as a teaser, we will be talking about in the bonus video, we will be spending time on the Trinity. We'll be talking a little bit more about um, ruling and reigning and what that means as it pertains to the scripture we just read. And then we'll spend a little more time talking about the Sabbath. So we look forward to having you join us there. Thank you and God bless. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Bible Breakthrough with Pastor David Engman and Scott Brecky. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and will join us again for more of the Bible from B.C. to A.D. We are a volunteer-driven ministry and rely on you to help us get the word out to the world. Please like this podcast on Facebook, share it to your page, and continue to listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. This has been a broadcast of the Breakthrough Media Network.